Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And joining us live from Spain today is Reino Givers, author, walker, consultant, and international speaker. He has saved his real, he, he, who, he has lived, his life has shaved been, has been shaped by diverse experiences across continents. Welcome to the show, Reno. Is my audio clear? Reno, are you hearing me? Now I'm hearing you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Maybe if there is a problem with audio, do let me know. But what I said was last was welcome to the show. I'm happy to be with you, AJ. <laughs> You're welcome to the show. Welcome to India in this online form. And I'm sure a lot of people will benefit from what we are going to talk about. We'll be talking about the healing power of walking. So, Reno, if I want to understand from you, you, you have walked, uh, you know, a long path in your life from being a journalist, you know, now in Spain, born in South Africa, you know. So I want to understand from journalism to a consultant to healing power of walking, help us understand how did you start talking about the healing power of walking? When did you realize about it? When did you know that this, this is something you would like to tell the world? This is something which can bring a lot of benefit to the world. People thought only doctors tell about this. They're okay, go and take a walk and it will help you. <laughs> well, it was basically one thing leading into another. Uh, in uh, the mid-1990s, uh, the whole media industry was going through this digital revolution when a lot of advertising moved from uh, printed newspapers into uh, digital media. And I was closely involved with um, lots of uh, staff cutbacks and retrenchments and uh, the day-to-day -day changes that confronted my profession at the time. I did start my journalism career in South Africa, and uh, I always felt the need to educate, inform, and to be a watchdog on society. And I found that this was no longer possible in the media industry that had changed so rapidly. So I was at a, at a crisis point in my life where I perceived that I needed major changes. And a good friend of mine uh, advised me to go for a walk on the famous pilgrimage route in northwestern Spain called the Camino de Santiago. This ancient route has been walked by pilgrims for centuries as a route of uh, penance, mainly by Catholics in the Middle Ages. But today it's become a walk for people of all faiths and persuasions, a fast-track course in self-development. And while doing my walks on the Camino, I did uh, more than a dozen meanwhile, uh, I came to the realization that I needed to change my whole perspective in life. So I left the media industry in 2010 and started my own consultancy business. And a lot of the input I put into my coaching and training business is 
the insights I gained while walking on the Camino. Right, right. You talk of deep walking and the path to self-recovery, discovery and self-fulfillment through walking. So help us understand what is the connection? Was Is deep walking different than normal walking? Are you talking about uh, the, uh, the pilgrimage to uh, Camino? Uh, well, you have the, the walking for physical fitness. When your doctor says, uh, just take a walk to stay healthy, or you take your dog out for a walk. But deep walking is entirely different. And a, a lot of people who set out on a pilgrimage route do it as a, as a physical endeavor. But if you walk on these ancient routes walked by pilgrims for centuries these paths have a specific magic and uh, this is especially the case on the Camino de Santiago uh, while deep walking you uh, walk with a question and a lot of people who walk the Camino have this ancient old question on their mind where have, have I come from and where am I going in life? It's the question basically all religions are asking. Where do I come from and where am I going? But a lot of people who walk the Camino uh, don't come from a particular faith. They don't come from a particular religion. And what I found was that we all felt a sense of unity a sense of being one humanity when uh, you meet a fellow pilgrim who might be from a different country, a different cultural setting, a different profession. But you, you basically have this one question that uh, you seek an answer to. Sometimes people start a pilgrimage walk while going through a deep crisis in life, uh, seeking an answer. They've... Uh, had a close family member who's died they've gone through a divorce they've gone through a financial meltdown the the the, the issues of life and they feel uh, the need to start something new to start afresh from somewhere and uh, for many people on the camino they've found answers sometimes while walking these five and a half weeks these uh, over 800 kilometers or uh, the answer comes, like in my case at times, many weeks and months after walking the Camino. But the seeds right. were sown while walking, while deep walking. Deep walking is uh, going uh, deep within. Something like a, a meditation, but a walking meditation. Right, right. Uh, this walking thing, you know, in India also, there have been so many, there are so many pilgrimages, people walk, and this is one of the major things that a lot of Indians do undertake in their lives. You know, even in other religions, they do have this. And so I can relate to that, all these things, a lot of Indians can relate to this particular, uh, you know, pilgrimage that anybody is taking in your part of the world. But in terms of, you know, 
about the Camino de Santiago pilgrimage help how would you simplify it? You have been a journalist for many years, so far you will be able to do it. How do you simplify it for others, even in this part of the world, exactly what it is? Is, is it a, uh, how is it related to something that can, uh, that can bring them uh, to that journey of understanding themselves, give them an insight into their own self and get the new discoveries for a future life? you know, the life that they seek for themselves. Well, you have to uh, go back into history. Uh, in the Middle Ages, uh, the uh, Camino Santiago was very popular uh, as a route of pilgrimage. And uh, it only revived in the mid-1980s when uh, people started walking it again. But uh, uh, this route actually goes back way before that, uh, during the times of uh, pre-Christian, the pre-Christian era, when uh, it was used by the Celts as a, a path of ritual, uh, uh, worshipping the, the, the mother goddess, the earth goddess. And then later the Christians made it into a Christian path of pilgrimage. And today you have people of all faiths walking it, very much like uh, people in other parts of the world walk a, a route of pilgrimage. It has a religious connotation, but it is much more than that. People uh, are going or rediscovering pilgrimage routes as a means of self-discovery, as a means of taking a time out from all the distractions that you have from the world outside there. You know, in our world today, we are faced with countless distractions. There's so many uh, media and, and uh, voices out there telling us where to go. You have to be like this. You have to be like that. You will be happy if you do this, and you will be happy if you buy that. Now, when you go on a pilgrimage route, all that gradually falls away and you go back walking into your essence. Who am I? When all those distractions, all those images fall away, it's basically uh, walking off the ego or walking off the many distractions that pull at us uh, on a daily basis. Wonderful. Wonderful, Reno. In terms of, you see, your your work, your feet took to a lot of places, you know, including the witnessing the fall of the Iron Curtain and, you know, even South Africa's transition to democracy uh, during the 90s. So in both these events have very, very big significant in the history of our, you know, in the history of humanity itself, you know, because of the end of the Cold War and, 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 and in fact, the re reunification of Germany and also in terms of the apart end of the apartheid. So I want to understand from you what can you know uh, human beings learn about from those events the way you have reported it in terms of you know how can they take uh, their feet to the right places and their mind to the right places so that you know the walk towards the future of humanity is in a better shape 
help us understand in terms of you know as an individual how do i deal with the present uh, infiltration of artificial intelligence infiltration of social media into our lives which has drawn us away from uh, the real games the real walks of life because that is where you get deep insights and wisdom into everything i want you to get the wisdom out of all the years that you have walked talked seen and observed a very good question aj uh, i i actually did witness those two major events personally and uh, i covered other uh, major events as a as a journalist but what i would say is that we are at the cusp at the moment of major technological and social changes that will come uh, in the next let's say 3 to 5 years we will have major changes and it's frightening a lot of people a lot of people are going into fear they stay in this house of fear and what happens when uh, you are in fear you go into fanaticism you you find resource in ideology and uh, in extremism and this is the feeding ground for demagogues and extremists and when you are in fear uh, you don't think logically you are in freeze and fight mode now the alternative of course is to choose the path of light and to be aware that our world is constantly in motion constantly changing and that this is part of the uh, divine plan to constantly adapt and change to a changing world we are in a in a constant state of evolution the uh, technological revolution on the one hand but uh, my hope is also on a consciousness level where uh the different religions come together in understanding each other more in tolerating each other and then making a leap and i would tell people who are in fear mode at the moment to find resource in their inner spirituality to uh align with the vertical instead of the horizontal the horizontal that is uh responsible for immediate gratification the the accumulation of things whilst the vertical alignment is the alignment with your purpose uh your divine purpose and right. if if you are clear on that if you are clear on your your inner belief then uh you won't have any fear because there is one truth we are all going to die <laughs> at some point we are all going to die it's what you make of your life until the day you die and to have that feeling at the end of your days that you have accomplished your purpose and one of the purposes of life is in my opinion to serve to make the world a better place than it is now to help strengthen the voices of tolerance of reason of love that that is where we need to go as a humanity absolutely absolutely one more thing i wanted to understand for the audience especially from two angles reno one is the uh, 
in terms of what is happening in the media itself a lot of people start with uh, you know changing the world through their journalism but now that in spite of the number of avenues increasing the what the journalism that is happening is not exactly everybody would like to uh, do because it's getting constrained by a lot of you know political talk or maybe very uh, very narrow talk which is you know pushing a lot of uh, good journalists out of it uh, out of the mainstream journalism there are other avenues like substack so so many other places but that is you know still to become the mainstream journalism you can say it's an alternative journalism subscription based journalism but mainstream journalism whatever way people want to i want to understand when you constrain this sort of real sort of a journalism because the way society is happening the businesses are happening the way political leaders are trying to control narratives almost in all spheres of uh, all spheres of life all across the world how do people you know continue especially journalists or media people live the purpose of their life that okay i will try to bring the truth to the world and change the world in my way how do they go for secondly is news is not just about your media is not just about you know doing one work your witnessing of the great moments of history was also about a beyond the words that you wrote it was you know passing on that legacy of what we did in the past how we try to take care of it and that legacy has to be understood in the right manner by the coming generation so that they can decide for themselves which path they want to take in terms of general public whatever they are consuming it is very difficult to say whether they are consuming the things that are right with artificial you don't know it is about hallucination or it is about the truth i want to understand in that perspective your insights into what is the best way to live the purpose as a journalist as a media per person and as an individual as a young person who's just starting his life out um, how do they look at life how do they take the good walk of life and walk the straight path you're addressing uh, many issues there uh, now mainstream media as you know focuses mainly on the negative uh it 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 witnesses what is happening in, in the worst places of the world and uh ideally we should be educating and informing in an objective way but the focus the emphasis is on the negative and the more negativity you consume the more negative you become as a human it's what you feed your mind with that is so important so i would tell listeners choose what you hear and listen to choose those media that elevate your consciousness that elevate your mind that that elevate and expand your consciousness instead of choosing media that feed your mind with poison the poison of negativity of of hate of anxiety of fear uh and you know a, a lot of the the uh mainstream media cultivate fear because guess what uh the more fear you have the the more anxious you are uh the more drama you have the higher your advertising revenue 
the more listeners you get. This is the unfortunate part of it. These are profit-orientated enterprises. And uh, we need to cultivate the other side of humanity that goes into uh, the positivity aspect. Now, I'm not saying ignore the bad things in the world. These things are happening. Wars, uh, climate change, all that is happening. It's a reality. But at the same time, we also have the other half. It's yin and yang. We also have a lot of good things happening in the world. And we need to focus more also on the good things. Because what happens if you just focus on the negative, on the violence and the wars? You go into freeze and, and fight mode. When you go into a calm state of mind, when you go into joy and happiness, that's when your prefrontal cortex, part of your brain, your, your creativity comes into play. That's when you find solutions to problems from a calm state of mind. This is my, my philosophy of deep walking. When you, when you find your rhythm, your calm state of mind, you find clarity, you find solutions to problems. Absolutely, absolutely, Reno. You find solutions to problems with a calm state of mind. There is much to learn about walk, about deep walk, about life, about everything else, how to walk towards the future, you know, calmly, confidently. And this is just one podcast episode. There are many podcast episodes that they can listen because you have got a podcast living to be. Help us understand about, uh, let, tell us, tell our audience about your podcast so that they can listen more of you, understand more of you and walk with you a bit more than what they are doing today. Yes, thank you. <laughs> right. So tell us about your podcast. Yeah, a living to be is about people who have faced adversity in their life. I like to interview people who've overcome uh, those flat on the ground movements and used those flat on the ground moments, those dark days in their life to dig deep into their consciousness and to learn the lessons and then to move on to create something new, to recreate themselves using adversity as uh, a lesson in life. And I've interviewed so many people who've gone through enormous challenges, uh, who've gone through addiction, who've gone through uh, loss of loved ones, who've uh, gone through life-threatening disease and overcome those obstacles uh, and raised their consciousness in serving humanity on different levels. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you have written two books also on the Camino. Help us understand so that people get hold of those books and learn a bit more. Yes, you can find me on all on the uh, social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and of course on my website, uh, uh, com. Uh, I have all the information out there and uh, feel free to reach out. Absolutely. Absolutely. With this, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much indeed for joining us.
Thank you very much, AJ.